Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Ah, oh, muggles. Accidental rip job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? Everybody from the 313, put your motherfucking hands up and follow me. Do you know that um, that's a fate mail, right? No. It's a fate mail. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, they always do that in rough songs where they like, they shout out that postcode. Well, that's the area code, the 313. Right. So it's like, we go, everyone from the 01670, put your motherfucking hands up and let me know. Like, what's your area code? Your phone number? I'm not going to give my fucking postcode out in the podcast. Everybody from the... Oh, no, not, your, not your postcode, your fucking area code for your phone. Oh, plus four four. <laughs> Everyone from the plus four four. Let me let you know that your mum's a whore. <laughs> anyway, um, that was, uh, this is why I don't like musical introductions. Kerry was asking us for the... Um, he was like, what's the... Because he must have been like working on a bit, but he needed the number for 999 in Australia. But none of us knew what it was. I think it's triple zero. Aye. Right. But uh, I just, he was like, what's the number for the emergency services here? And I was like, oh, plus four four nine nine nine. Got to do double zero first. Uh, so we're back with uh, Sloss and Humphreys on the road uh, with me, Dan Sloss, Cream, Kai, Muggins, Humphreys. Yeah. Still at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, and I'm 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 getting drained. You drained? Oh, you know well, are you? Po- you've been a poorly little duck. Oh, I was fucking horrific the other day. Your voice just autocorrected. <laughs> <laughs> So obviously, last time we were on the podcast, I was talking about my uh, milky shit that was not milky, and I was actually very healthy. Turns out, two days after that, cream had he had food poisoning because he when he, when he realised it was milky, he ate it. <laughs> <laughs> just thought it was cocoa pops. Did he have food poisoning? Did you have well, like a tummy bug? Like an uh, well, I, so I was just putting it down to this is how bad I am with my health. You know, they always say like. Men struggle to find out they've got pro- prostate cancer because they'll never go get it checked and they refuse, refuse to admit that they're ill. I've been, always been like, no, I'll always get that shit checked up. Now, it turns out I reckon I'm just going to die and I'll have all types of cancer. And, uh, and my last words will be like, oh, that that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, should have got that. T- I just thought I had really lumpy testicles. I thought I was just so good at shagging that my boss decided to grow another bar to make up for all the shagging. I was a, like, need, nah, it was a pretty serious tumor. We need tumor. reinforcements. <laughs> no, it turns out you had a pretty serious tumor down there, Sloss. <laughs> so I had, like, barbaric diarrhea the other day. So much, so I'll show you a picture of it. You gotta see, oh, what? You, no, you got to see the spread of this. Like it was imp- just a picture. Can you fucking take us to the toilet by the hand? No, no, I flushed it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gross. <laughs> Right, look at the coverage of this. Oh, dude. Right? Did he do that like stood on the toilet seat? But it looks like I was down in the toilet how's and facing it, upwards. How's it on the handle? <laughs> like I it's cut flush. It was like fucking properly like horrific diarrhea. It was, it, green. Was, it was just what it was just water. So I'm sat there with this. You know what it looked like? It looked like when you use the pressure hose to get moss from between the fucking cracks in the <laughs> Daniel Moss. In the patio. So I'm sat there. And Daniel Moss. I, I, look, I'm high and it's early in the morning, so your fault. So I did this horrific, horrific diarrhea. Sorry to the podcast listeners that don't want to hear this, but you've stuck this far through horrific episodes. Did you so. put the finger over like what you do with the tap <laughs> and you spray the tap? <laughs> no, I just held a, a spoon underneath, oh, but no. f- a, like a teaspoon, but face up, and it just, just sprayed everywhere. everywhere. Um, and I was just like, but at that point I was just like, 
oh, you know, it's the festival, it's three weeks in, I've been drinking most days, my diet's not that great, diarrhea makes a bit of sense. I'm going to go back uh, after my gig to watch, um, I'm going to go out later that night, but me and Gina are on like the last episode of Broadchurch, so I'm like, we got to go watch that, we go back. Put pyjamas on, get some Ben and Jerry's. I'm going to go out afterwards, no, I'm still in my clothes, I'll have like half a bottle of wine, which is not a lot for me by any sense, and... But I've also had like three sides of the gig, but again, rookie numbers. And then I'm walking back to the uh, Hairy Little Sisters and I'm feeling a bit unwell there. I have another drink. It's not sitting too well. And I'm walking home, I'm like, oh, I feel a bit sick, but it's this definitely doesn't feel like like drunk sick. Like, you know, when you've had too much drink and you just need to sort of spew, I'll always have like a tactical chunder. I'll shove my fingers down my throat and I'll spew. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'm due for one of those, but this feels like it's coming up. And I've, I've never, it's been ages since I've spewed on alcohol, like not my decision. Yeah. And I'm just walking, and I'm, I'm just about to walk into the expert where you guys are. I'm like, I think I might need to go home and spew. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to make it home. So I don't want to spew on a main street. So I just run down the side alley down there, but it's not a side alley. It's just another main street. And I walk down. And this spew was like, I don't even know why. I had this thing of like, if I cover my mouth, I'll be able to, I'm definitely going to spew, but if I cover my mouth, I'll be able to swallow it back down. Maybe it'll just be a bit, but like my whole mouth fills up with spew and then the rest of my stomach's like, nah, nah, buddy, this is like United Airlines. We've booked more passengers on this flight and just fucking throws this out, right? And because of the wine I'd been drinking and the projectile of it, it must have looked like Quentin Tarantino met Team America. Like one guy audibly would just shout it across the road like, oh my God, dude, are you okay? How do you explain your head doing a 360? (laughs) Looking behind me, like someone came up and threw holy water on me, or they were just coming on me, I don't know, I was too busy spewing. And I spew everywhere, and it's an impressive amount, like it's seven amounts worth of sick amount. And I'm like, oh, well, I feel a little bit, and then the second one comes out, and I'm like, and I'm like, that's not alcohol spewing, but you know what? I'll go home and get changed. I've spewed all down myself. I have to put my hood up, right? I've got my Annie Donna hoodie just covered in spew, bad advertising for them. I go back home and I'm feeling a little bit better. So I'm like, I'll just go have a water. So I have a big bottle of water. Go ho- uh, go over to the pub where Stanley is and have another glass of water. He's like, do you want a pint? I'm like, nah, I've just been sick and it's not. You, know. you actually punched him. Oh. Because he, like, he playfully went to like... No, Stanley has a terrible read on situations 90% of the time. Like Stanley's thing, and I love the boy, but antagonism is fully his game. Like, yeah. And uh, most of the time it's fine because it's... You know, it's he'll antagonise you when you're in a mood enough to be sort of antagonised and, and whatnot. He'll but, make fun. But of when you. you're a bit threadbare, man, when you're a bit on edge, man, I've just spewed up everything I've eaten in the past fucking three days. I'm on an empty stomach. I'm feeling like fucking shit. And I said I'm not feeling well. And his thing, utter, uh, unforgivable dick move, just punches me in the fucking stomach. I've just said I feel sick. Shortly after you just did that spew, yeah. you're about. And he knows the full story. Like he's done it to get a fucking reaction. And this is my thing about people who go, when I've seen people go, oh, he's just trying to get a rise at you, or that person's just trying to get a rise at you. I'll give you the rise. You got a rise out of you. Like you, 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 you deal with on swung a punch at him. And it, like if you went so weak, it might have seemed effective. Yeah. But it's just because you are so ill, and, and also because you've got your, your little. Boomy arms. Yeah, you know, I've not been in the gym in like six we, months. Weak arms. I but like I just fucking lost my shit and punched. It was a full on fucking dick move in his part. So I run around, punched him as hard as I could in the shoulder. And at that point, he was like, "Oh, this is fucking serious." I'm like, "Oh, really? Can is it?" Um, and they, he was obviously once he realised how bad it was, was fully apologetic after that. And then he was the one that ten minutes later was like, "Buddy, I've never seen you like this. You need to go home." So I go home and I'm like, maybe it is just the amount of alcohol I've been drinking. And again, at this point, just denying the fact that it could be food poisoning. And it's not until I get home 
that I just spew up all the water I've just drank. I drink an electrolyte, spew all that up immediately to the point where every time I drink something five minutes later, it's just going to come. There's nothing left in my body. And I realize it's food poisoning. You know that bit where you're like, your stomach's making you wretch. It's yeah. clearly trying to get something out of your stomach and it's not fucking there and just kept spewing up. Do you know what it was? What? Milk. No. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time you were playing. So uh, I bumped into Gina on a, on a night out, I think it was on Saturday or Sunday, and she was leaving to check if you were okay because she knew you were on a bad way. And then it was like, at that moment, I was like, oh, you care about Daniel way more than I do. Mm. Like, I knew you were ill, but there was nothing in my beard that was like, you should probably check he's all right. <laughs> like, no, I had no inkling just to make sure you were okay. No, no, that's what Jaden's very good for. Like, her first thing was when she found out how... Because, like, the word had spread. Like, you'd obviously told people I was feeling well. Stanley had obviously told people. And then word had gone back to Jaden. And the whole time I'd been texting Jean, been like, no, I'm fine. No, I don't worry about it. Like, she was... Had a, like, she'd been working hard. Had a rare night off. And I was like, no, just go have fun with your friends. But to be fair, she came home drunk and was not as comforting as she thought she was. She said that you were on the bathroom floor shivering. Oh, yeah, I was like full-on body I convulsion. I think that just sounds like Daniel. That's <laughs> <laughs> how he does when he's in full health. That's how he does the podcast most of the time. It's just because you can't see it on the podcast. We always do it in the bathroom. He's just curled around the thing. Fuck the nightmare. I, I normally don't even wait for you to leave so I can have a shower. I just have a shower when you're there shivering. Oh, but it was like... But, I mean, how lucky am I that it happened on the Sunday night when Monday was my day off? Yeah. Like, it was real, real fucking lucky. Oh, was, man, the wheels come up off the bus for me this weekend. Like, obviously, you haven't seen us because you've been, like, recovering. Shiv- shivering like a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> right. but, uh, I'm, like, I was shivering like one of those dogs that was only just for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Shivering like a Christmas Day dog in January. <laughs> but guys, seriously, always uh, adopt dogs as opposed to buying new. Because <laughs> <laughs> they know how to de- they know how to deal with it when you desert them. Yeah, yeah, They've been used there to before. Guy, guy, don't teach a nude puppy like d- like disappointment in the lack of love. Yeah. Season. That's why you should always, you know, marry someone that's already divorced. That way, if you cheat on them, it's fine. They're used to it. They know how to they- handle it. Hi. Best thing to do is a rescue wife. (laughs) I heard you got a new husband. He's a rescue. (laughs) Came from from an abusive relationship. (laughs) He's the one I used to kick him. (laughs) But guys, also domestic abuse is never funny. Always uh, adopt new kids. Yes. Anyway, the wheels came off the bus and they went round and round. I just got fucking munted every single day. Like, I feel like I missed out. I really got it I because woke up, I woke up in bed with Sam from a band of man. Oh, it was it. Great. <laughs> Who was Big Spoon? I mean, he slept. He slept on the other side of the bed, facing away, so I mixed signals. Was so, so he just woke up sucking his toes? <laughs> spent all night thinking you were sucking your thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So you slept sixty nine. No, just facing up away. No, the same, same longitude, just different latitude. <laughs> I mean, well, it was faced the same way up. Oh, right. So it's just like you were both huffy. But the room was like, spinning, I, so I couldn't tell. <laughs> you know what they say, never go to bed angry. <laughs> it's uh, don't go to bed with an itchy arse, so you'll wake up with a smelly finger. <laughs> right. My motto. So um, you went out, and, so were you out on Saturday night? So we fucking went out on, for the, 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 the Newcastle match was on. Right. So I, I sent a text out to you lot saying that the, the Newcastle match is going to be shown at the Exford. And no, no one really replied. I knew you were ill. I knew Stanley had gigs and shit. And uh, I was just thought, oh, I'm going to probably watch like a bit of the match and then go to bed. I was a bit tired. And then Sam walked through the door so he'd get in the message. 
brilliant replies and he was mm. coming he just ghosted in nice and it was like one of those moments where he come in where I just got like a little spring in my step where I was like this night's going to take a 10 yeah. so we made a cheeky little bet saying that um, whoever gets scored past buys a shot because he's an Ipswich fan I don't know if you know this oh no I don't know that's that. his I don't think he gives he cares that much no. but he's Ipswich boy yeah. right? so it's like if uh, Newcastle score Ipswich buys the drinks yeah. Ipswich score Newcastle buy the drinks it was fucking 3-1 on it so right. I was buying rounds fucking every two minutes <laughs> it, uh, but Stanley and Rory Kai with a distinct lack of, lack of mathematical knowledge there <laughs> four goals in 90 minutes every two minutes I was buying shots were you buying shots during the replays were you not paying attention <laughs> being like fucking hell Newcastle getting tanked here there was, there was one goal where I'd already ordered the shots right and Chris Franklin just will come up and grab me on and went it's offside and I was like is it <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> like what a cunt but uh, but Stanley jumped on the fucking rounds as well even though he wasn't that's rare for him it's, but man he has jumped like he is the biggest freeloading piece of shit in this entire <laughs> festival and I'm not even bothered throwing him under the bus here so if you listen to if you listen to the podcast that I've done in Adelaide I've done it with Andrew Stanley um, kissy tulips you might know him mm. fucking kissy long pockets <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> so I didn't realise this when I was in Adelaide and Perth because I wasn't drinking mm. But now that I've been drinking, you can't be at the bar with him fucking popping up like a genie out of a lamp. <laughs> he's going, I'll buy a drink. He's like, he's, he's like the Microsoft paperclip for drinks. <laughs> fucking really Are is. you trying to buy a round? Did you forget you to buy me one? No. I've, I've never known anything like it, right? In every if, you go, if, you go, look, if you go to any bar and you order, if you order the same round three times, or even just once, Stanley will turn up. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even have to be a mirror there. That was fucking, so they ended up jumping on me fucking Jager bombs somehow. I don't know how they did it. But every time I went back to the bar, he was like, it's $42. So I'm like, you sound like a fucking broken record, man. Just pipe down, you cunt. <laughs> the bombing. Stanley, so, uh, Stanley the other day, because he was at Hi-Fi, and I think he spent something like $350 the other night. He was like, oh, man. Man, I spent so much money the last night. And I'm like, don't give that shit to me as if I had any of those fucking drinks. Nah. <laughs> you know what he done one name? He's so fucking, he, got, he come up and was like, I'll oh, buy us a shot. So I, I, I go to buy him a shot just because... I, I, I'm instinctively like, I'll always buy, buy a drink I'll at the always, bar I'll always buy drinks for friends up, I'll not put up resistance at the bar I'll get, I'll get a drink in and then he fucking he bought the bar made a shot on my dollar did oh. I mention this last time I was on the no. podcast because it was a couple of weeks ago when he'd done this he was like I'll oh, get yourself one as well and I was like fucking flirt on your own money you cunt <laughs> flirt on my dollar <laughs> <laughs> freeloading piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> so uh, had a, had a pretty heavy night and a fucking side portion of guilt for how much money I spent over the weekend because we worked a lot of gigs right. we've done like as a, the bank holiday everyone's off work so people are free to go to comedy gigs mm-hmm. so you put more comedy gigs on so we fucking worked our socks off over the weekend doing like extra gigs from fucking 1.30 in the afternoon all the way up till midnight and I just fucking waxed a lot <laughs> devastated I've been so good this month so your wedding's going to be a bit shit is what you're saying yeah I, we've just lost an invite Someone, <laughs> someone's been cut from the invite list to the wedding <laughs> every drink you do you're just like ah, never like Stanley that much every time we've switched scored some, someone less at the wedding <laughs> <laughs> they scored three goals so you just made it sound from a band of man being like hey your team did this yeah um, another thing Stanley does as well is the, on the odd occasion where he does buy, buy a drink mm. I see him trying to hustle the bar staff to give him it for free genuinely because it's at the x where we've mm. been doing gigs so you get a couple of free drinks but obviously people take advantage of the free yeah. drinks and then they, they cut you off but he's always trying to push that boundary on how many extra free drinks we get like, every time we get to the bar <laughs> speaking of I can't remember the last time Stanley did buy me a drink that can name you the last seven times well him one 
Man, if we say drink one more time, he's going to turn up at the fucking door. Uh, so what's your drinks? <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, th- th- to be fair, he is going to listen to this podcast and be very upset, but to be fair, the only reason he doesn't listen to this podcast is because it's free. <laughs> That's why he likes kisses so much. <laughs> He's only got to pay for the in the aftermath when he gets slapped. Kiss cuss nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, crazy. So I'm uh, we're, we're in my gaff right now. Mm-hmm. We're, um, we're in Chinatown. Right. One thing I've noticed, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't if know. you say it, a lot of Chinese. <laughs> I don't know if this is a muggle corner or not. Yeah. I haven't got it written down as my muggle corner. What, what's, what's the deal with the face masks? What? The pollution masks. Oh yeah, fucking muggles. It's to, no, no. See, I've got two sides to this. It's obviously talk about like whenever because it ha- uh, happens in Edinburgh as well, where you, like Japanese tourists or Chinese tourists uh, come over and they're wearing the face mask. Now, obviously, that is because there is a hella hella smog in China, right? My mum has to, obviously works for the environmental agency. She does a lot of lectures in China, and she's like, when you're there, like the smog is unreal. It's like a foggy city constantly, right? Like, like Middlesbrough. A thousand times worse Like it's just Like it's like Snoop Dogg Times a thousand In an elevator Like level (laughs) of fucking smog Like she's like China is Even if Britain And Europe Were to really cut down On their uh, emissions China's fucking us up Royally Right So they always wear those Things So it's probably They're just bringing it over But to be fair And again Here's ignorance I was just like Surely this is Much cleaner air But maybe it's because I reckon it's yeah, anything. I mean, it's still a city centre, isn't it? But then also, I've so got two things. I'm like, either, either they're over paranoid, or we're under paranoid. Or what do they know that they're not telling us? Like, it's one of the two, and I don't know which one I'm happier with. Like, mm. I don't know. I just saw a uh, guy the other day fucking took his face mask off and lit a cigarette. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Like, because. Uh, if they're right, that means I should be wearing one too. Yeah. But I don't have any inclination to do it. Right. But what have you ever given a fuck about your health? Fucking every day. You Went ch- for a jog this morning by Did the river. Uh-huh. Did you not go for a swim in it? Apparently a full of needles here. What? Apparently the joke about the Yara, whatever, is like you're not meant to swim in it because it's yeah. filled with needles or some Wear shit. Wear a face mask. Go <laughs> <laughs> swim with a face uh, mask. Wear a snorkel and do, do, do the backstroke. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go into Muggle Corner? Um, yeah. All right. So, I, yeah, it was really fucking difficult today for me to get up and go for a jog and, like, mm. hit, hit me diet and shit because I've just been partying all weekend. I had I had the biggest, baddest cheat day the other day. Did you? Because I, I, even though Who, I... Who'd you fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even, though, um, even though I've been, like, partying quite hard, I've still been keeping me diet mm. pretty good. But I had the fucking... Right, I, I, you, could name, you couldn't name something I didn't have. Uh, cake had cake. Uh, <laughs> that was fucking obvious. Dumplings. Dumplings. I had dumplings. Pizza. I had pizza. Burger. I had burger. Ice cream. Didn't have ice cream. Oh. I had meringue and some macaroons though. I had some pie face. Oh, I love pie face. I had hungry jacks. I had a McDonald's breakfast in for one day. Supper. Man, this is in one day, right? <laughs> McDonald's breakfast for supper. I was like fucking baking egg with muffin, extra hash brown, fucking pancakes. <laughs> I had some pancakes made. I must ate about six thousand calories in one day. I was a fucking pig. I had a croissant with ham and cheese in it, right? I had uh, make big mega nut lattes with extra sugar. Oh, try and name some more shit I didn't have. Uh, try uh, brownie. 
didn't have a brody. <laughs> <laughs> she, a calzone. She, she's back in London. <laughs> <laughs> Miss you, babe. Uh, this one's going to be a hard one to phrase, but... Says Muggle Caller. Yeah. Right, I'm just going to tell you the fucking type of thread. Right, this is very specific to our uh, liberal uh, fucking uh, listeners. Or, right, this is for liberal muggles, which is any fucking cunt on Facebook who starts a thread with like, okay, look, I understand the political climate, but the thing is, here's a question for my, here's a genuine question for my Brexit voting, my no voting, my Trump voting, my, my whatever, my, voting, po- yeah. my Tory voting friends, blah, 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 no mean comments or whatever. Like, yeah, they're just, they're trying to open up a discussion. It's Facebook. You are a fucking pyromaniac. How, what level of dacity of arrogance do you think that you have? Did you use pyromaniac wrong? Because that means someone that uses flames. No, no, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. they're, like they think they're going to start off this, th- like, it's fucking yeah. Facebook. You think you're going to start a fucking kind, well thought out political fucking debate on Facebook? Nah, you're a bag of shit that's put yourself so hu- You value your political opinion so much that you've made yourself the Head of your own fucking talk show on Facebook, yeah, yeah, like the trying shit to be the fucking world. mediator. Oh, yeah. I just it's guys. Look, can we all just agree to disagree here? But why don't we just open a healthy fucking thing? Don't get me wrong. Healthy discussions absolutely need to happen, but do not have them on fucking Facebook. And they're the ones that throw out the message about like, oh, another election. It's distracting from something else. I wonder what they're distracting from. And like, even by engaging in it, you're still being distracted. Oh. Like it's like you've chased that ball out of thrown because now you're discussing it. Like now you're talking about it. Oh, I just there's a certain type of. Uh, obviously, we're both very left-leaning people but and I've got a bit about it in my show this year uh, which I totally agree with I really hate some of my fucking teammates on the left I imagine the right feel the same way I imagine like if you're like right-leaning and like you see a like, racist you see people a doing white, racist white power marches and shit oh yeah you're like oh man you have tainted the right like, so they're, yeah. they're, they're just as uh, yeah absolutely like uh, there's uh, there needs to be a new political party which is the middle which has just been like, it's some of the left and some of the right being like, look, can we just deal with problems on either side of this? Because these cunts fucking suck right now. Yeah, let's just be the middle of the Venn diagram. Oh, I just can't stand that. It's such a... I always feel like the best, the best way to do well for your party would be to join the other party and then blow a goat. You know, yeah. if you're an MP... Yeah. Like if you're an MP that wants to do well for Labour, join the Tory party and fuck up with a sex scandal. Yeah. Right? Because it seems to be that like doing something shitty is way worse than, like way more doing something good. than doing something good. Oh. I I can't like because it come up about this uh, this election. I don't know how people get so excitable about anything. And really like I always feel like none of it ever really makes that much difference. I think that we, we've got this illusion that of democracy that what we do makes a difference. So I people th- get really infused by it. Uh, but I think that's I think I think that's the thing is I think that's what they want to do though. I think they want you to. That, I think that's how they win. Like is they want you to think that voting doesn't fucking change anything, and that's because largely in the past couple of years, especially in the UK, like voting for you know left-leaning parties or whatever hasn't made a difference especially in Scotland like the reason like I think voting turn has gone down there is because no matter how we vote party-wise we're always going to end up with Tories because if England vote Tories Scotland get it because we're always outvoted so I think like if you're compressed like that but I think that's also how they want it to work this is I don't read so this is just my theory based on nothing but they want you to feel like your vote changes nothing so the next time the vote does come round that nothing does change because like 
you've got to admit, some stuff, regardless of what anyone says, things did get better under Obama. Like, all the graphs. Don't get me wrong. He did some heinous fucking shit. He dropped a lot of bombs and all that fucking shit and say he wasn't peaceful. But if you look at the economy and the stuff he sort of did, it did make progress. But it's all the bad shit gets to the top as opposed to the good shit. Right. I don't know. I never feel an effect, even when everyone's like, oh, the Brexit, we're going to be fucked. And then... I'm oh, like, we, what, we, like six, seven months in, and all that I've got is a better exchange rate from your dollar in Australia. Yeah, but that's like, but that's also because Brexit's not gone through. Like when it gets to like Brexit, will fuck up our European tour because uh, we because we, we got to get visas for every single different place. Oh, I heard as well that they you are gonna have like a blanket thing on Romans, so like it, it's just like being in the same country wherever you go in the EU. Yeah, for wait, your, what? For your phone, for your phone, oh. da- for your phone data. Yeah. So if we're still in the EU, like in a few months' time, like we'll just be able to do the European tour without changing my contract or getting bolt-ons or fucking whoring out for Wi-Fi. Can't need Wi-Fi. I'll suck a dick. I'll suck your dollar for these cheeseburgers. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, I mean, this is basically neither of us reading know enough about it, but yeah. But my point is that, that that's why also I know my friends are the same. Like I've, there are very few people whose political opinions I will respect. Those are my parents, who I know keep up to date. Uh, Marcus Brigstock, just because I know that he's really into stuff. Andrew uh, Maxwell. Andrew Maxwell. I, uh, I, I call him if ever I've got a news-related show to do. Yeah. Like Jeff Norcutt. He vote. He's uh, he's uh, right-leaning, but I respect Jeff's opinion because he fucking really studies this. Done his research. He really does. Other people read it, so you don't have to. And uh, <laughs> and also uh, Dave Longley. He's yeah. very up to date, he's, but that's he's it. Funny. He's to, one of to anyone else on, on to any, oh maybe Paul Senna, but to any other comedians, listen to this. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like seriously, could just I, like I don't respect any of your opinions on Paul. I respect your opinions on comedy. I respect your opinions on food. I respect your opinions on alcohol. I couldn't give a fuck about any. Like in the same way, you'd be like, "Sauce, none of us care about your opinions on politics." That's why I'm not fucking giving you. Some some comedians put their opinion on Facebook and their their jokes on Facebook just to stay relevant. And I'm looking at it going, "Oh, you're so you're so crap." <laughs> like like there's times even honestly, right? There's times where I've had the urge to have like a political say because. It seems relevant. I'm like, oh, I've got a, I've got a voice. I, I, I should be saying something right now. And then I'm just like, this ain't your field. Comment on the UFC or something. Aye. Don't put a comment on this. Yeah, everybody like answers that compulsion and just pours <laughs> the shit out of yeah. you. But to take this outside of comedians, I think it also applies to a lot of uh, people as well. Where you just have one friend that just thinks they are the expert on fucking politics and tries to start this fucking discussion don't get me wrong it's fine hearing other people's opinions opening up a discussion but Facebook is not the place for it yeah. if I say the word Brexit I snap election in your status but then you have to click read more no I've never clicked that in my yeah. life yeah uh, so that's straight in yeah yeah I think so just what's the you didn't know how to wear it did you what, what, what are they getting in the muggle corner for oh, what's the qualifier just, if, if you start if you start a political debate on Facebook yeah. under the uh, under the guise of you're trying to make it neutral and open a discussion well, is that your plan for your day to stay on your phone all day dealing with that oh. and having conversations on that forum fucking Please muggle cunts your day you muggle uh, <laughs> change of pace yeah but fucking uh, the shop lush Oh, aye. that's fucking. Does anyone go in there except Muggles? I do. So yes. What, when it's a Muggles birthday aye. coming up, it's like, oh, what do I get this Muggle? Some fucking just. I was it just smelly fucking soap. I do. I do. Don't you like I, I think sweets for the bath? Sweets. For <laughs> <laughs> Pick and mix for your nice little dicks. Oh, fucking powders and soaps and just like soap for me. It's just like it's just a necessary thing. It's aye. not a joy. 
you know, soap isn't entertainment. You, you, See, people think it like your hygiene's just have that like coffee. Do you reckon coffee soap works? I don't know enough about the human body, but people are like it's got coffee in it to wake it up, and I'm like, I don't know if I want my fucking nipples to be awake. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, wait, wait, wait. All right, I, I feel like a lot of that sort of stuff is you, you're preaching a lot of science that you know I'm not going to research to call your bullshit on. Like this one's got amino acids in it, which react with the fucking alkalines in your body to make your and you know, I'm like you've already said a bunch of words that you know I can't be arse fucking googling so you win you win this fucking round I hate that when you've got you've got anything that's like the smells titled like moonflower and ylang ylang and you're like fuck that shit oh. 100% not buying it because fuck your moonflower and fuck, fuck your ylang ylang <laughs> it's some neutral smelling shit you mean oh, how do you ylang, say ylang ylang it's definitely not ylang that's the most Geordie way of saying that ylang ylang doesn't exist. Lang, lang, yeah, lang, lang, yeah. I just, I, I've bought stuff from there, but also, yeah, like if I've, if I've been late for Mother's Day and I'm just a, being a shit son at the time, then I'll uh, buy my mum that. But did buy my mum a lovely present yesterday. You got a tattoo? <laughs> you got a tattoo, yeah, mum? No, my mum uh, hates my tattoos, really does, uh, because she's like, you're my baby boy, I made you, like, you're perfect in my eyes, blah, 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 fucking flirt, right? Um. Uh, so I was trying to think of a tattoo that I could get that would put her in a moral dilemma of her having to like it. So when I was uh, born, the year I was born, my mum had a children's book published called uh, Anthony and the Aardvark, which the storyline was grandparents are looking after their grandkid and they go to the zoo and they lose their glasses and then the baby crawls out into the aardvark cage and then the baby aardvark crawls out into the pram. And then the grandparents accidentally take the aardvark home. Raise the aardvark, raise the the aardvark for a bit. Didn't have the glasses on. Because they didn't have the should glasses. Should have got the specs, Avis. Should have gone to specs. Well, I mean, look, if specs had been sponsored, this book would have gone a bit further. But the reason it also came up is, you know, obviously, you no know, Ava, my goddaughter. Yeah. So Milo McCabe, the dad of uh, my goddaughter, sent me a message the other day, being like, "Ha, huh, look at this! Isn't this funny?" And it was a copy of the Anthony and the Aardvark, and I was like. The fuck did you get that from? He was like, "Oh, my mum was at a car boot sale and she saw oh, this. No r- she saw this randomly. Isn't this? Is that how your mum spells her name?" I'm like, "Mano, that's literally my mum's fucking book." And he was like, no. "Oh, no way! I've been reading this to Ava for the past three nights." And I'm like, "So entirely fucking randomly." Uh, so he bought it because Leslie Sluss was the author, but didn't realize didn't that, realize that it was, was my own book. Yeah, because his, my mum works in for the, she's got this big high up job oh, in the great. thing. Didn't realize that you know when she was fucking pregnant and wasn't allowed to go to work, she was just a bit bored and wrote this fucking book. Yeah. Um, so yeah, got it done yesterday. Sent it through to my so mum. You got the picture of Anthony in the artwork. Oh, and she got very. I mean, to be fair, I have realized. Like the the artist of the drawing, I'll put a picture up on Instagram. The artwork does look like a fucking testicle. Yeah, I couldn't wake up that it was an artwork at first. Mm. Like, what is going on there? I mean, if it, look, if I were to put an artwork and an ear and the bottom half of my body in a lineup, would you be able to tell which was which? <laughs> 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 my one's the only one that the ants are crawling out of. <laughs> Why is that artwork got a runny nose? <laughs> Oh. I bet your aardvarks love uh, Lush Dragon? No Because nah, I think they'll be Overpowered by the smell Oh maybe yeah. right. Probably same with the elephants Giraffes wouldn't get in This is a shit bit <laughs> yeah. you're, really, you're really killing it here oh. I, don't, I don't feel the need To jump in You like, just seem to have This lockdown on your own I was, I, was already, I was doing a hate crime On that joke And you're like I don't want to be An accessory to this <laughs> <laughs> Step away from the joke uh, I'll give me, you I Didn't want your fingerprints on it Yeah like, uh, it, yeah, it's the same thing you said about foot spas, though. If you get if you get any lush soap on your birthday or Christmas, your friends think you're a muggle. Yeah. Like, it's just, really take it personally. 
And also they're just going, hey you, you fucking stink mate. <laughs> See you, you ranted fuck. I'd rather you smell like these seven words I can't pronounce because I can't pronounce the one word you smell like. Fucking shite. <laughs> um, I don't know how I'd feel if I got the... Because they'd probably go unused. Mm. But then I might just one day just go, you know what, I'm going to use that bath bomb and that soap. Mm. And then what if I really enjoyed it? Oh, I tell you what, like, see, if I had a bath, like, I reckon I would occasionally, you know, spoil myself, treat myself to a little, like, bath with a bath bomb. I've never had a bath bomb before since I was a kid. You know, remember when you just have just bubble put, baths? Just put a bath bomb in the sink next time you have a shave. <laughs> treat yourself. I just put it down the toilet. It's not going to look, look any worse than what I've done to that fucking bathroom in the past five days. <laughs> <laughs> put an ass bomb. No, that's why I've not been having a bath for the past couple of days because that's the only bath bomb I'd be dropping. Be like, oh, so you got bath bomb? No, no, it's milk. I'll put that in. Lush is a definite one. Here's one for me, and I'm real passionate about this one. Muggle slam dating apps. Like mm. the amount of people I've seen, and this replies to like comedians that fucking slam it, and people online just being like, oh, you know, back in the good old days, we used to fucking meet women and men in bars naturally. And like, you never yeah. met a woman. And you, you <laughs> fucked off a lot of people. You annoyed a lot of people by creepily going up to someone and being like, hey, you were not smooth back in the fucking day. This idea of meeting someone naturally as if it was a great thing just proves how shit d- you could therefore only date someone within. 500 meters of where you are at any given fucking point, right? The reason I like dating apps so much is for these reasons, right? When you're in a bar, you never know if the person you're about to chat up is in a relationship, whether they are... Boyfriend's about to come back from the toilet and knock you out. Knock you out, or whether they are uh, just not... They're meeting friends, or they've just gone through a bad breakup, or whether they're not... If they're gay, they're bi, they're pansexual, or whatever, they're just not interested. Or maybe you've got no idea whether they want to be hit on. So you have a 90% chance of ruining someone's day with your fucking shit muggle chat. Whereas Tinder and all these other apps gets rid of that. Here's someone... It's a filtration system but it also fills out the fact that like this person's already interested in me like they're already for me to talk to them they have to have swiped yeah so there's a level of interest then and for guys to even go on the date they have to agree to the fucking date like I've got to come across well it gets rid of so many don't get me wrong I understand women get so many fucking creeps in these dating apps as well but they don't have to go on fucking dates with them Tinder stops those fucking mugs that are sending dick pics coming up to these poor people in bars and everyone's like oh I've had a poor experience on dating apps do you know why mate it's because you're fucking rancid right I've had the most fun on Tinder and Bumble over the years of just meeting cool people People all over the fucking world going on like little dates, having little like little festive flings where I'm only in a city for a couple of days. Yeah, staying meet, in touch with people. Staying in touch with meeting, going out, having a little fucking tour guide who you eventually get to like bang. It's amazing. <laughs> it's a fucking joy. Right? And <laughs> oh, these suck. Oh, yeah. People are just going... Because people can see straight through me now. Oh, people can find me out because of this app. Oh, no. I preferred preferred the veil of secrecy you got with the absolute unknown. Yeah, I I love the fact... Like, someone... They don't like the fact that someone can say no to their face immediately. Like, you used to rely on the fact that you used to be able to get people in a fucking hostage situation. In the the good old days when people used to have chat-up lines. You're fucking... You know any chat-up lines? How fucking lame is that? That they used to open open gambit with a girl with a pre-prepared bit of shit like the, the main root cause of success back in the day was fucking temporary Stockholm syndrome like you used to just go up and have this fake level of fucking ch- charm or whatever which didn't pass through but they just you made the person so uncomfortable they couldn't leave they literally couldn't leave 
and there's just this and again it is this thing of there's a if you don't like something fine but there is a fucking level of arrogance to these people being like oh god can you imagine meeting someone on a dating app yeah I can and it's been great do you know who's got negative do you know who's got more negative reviews of people on dating apps is anyone you've gone on a fucking date with you rancid little fucking toad yes so People that hate dating apps. People are people that hate on dating apps. Do you think that? Do you think they they've had too much of themselves revealed? Oh, that yeah. they're like, oh, this sucks. Oh, yeah, they can't lie anymore. Like, like, which is easy to do on a fucking dating app. They just don't have the skill for it. Yeah, I've never, I've never fucking really played with dating apps. Well, because you've always been with I've fucking. Been, yeah. I've been with Natalie since pre-Tinder, and I did um, when I, when I was single way back, and I'm talking like pre-me ex-girlfriend. Mm. Uh, I used to go on. Is it hot or not? Oh, aye. Which I think is like the original Tinder, isn't it? Because you can like click on yes and or no on people. Yeah. And then you match up with people in chat. I there. didn't know. No. But that's, uh, it wasn't a mobile app. It was like you had to be fucking sally at your computer. Mm. To your admin. To <laughs> 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 your chores. Oh. But then like you, you go from there to chatting to them on MSN Messenger. Yeah. Oh, God. Back in the days of MSN Messenger. God, there's something our kids will never understand the joy of. Remember, you used to be able to nudge people. Boing. Oh, that was the most desperate thing in the entire world. Just, yeah. Hey. Talk to me. Someone comes online, you just nudge them. Oh, just I mean, I you said, haven't even said anything. You just l- nudge them. Like I'm saying, this as if it ever happened to me. I was the one doing it. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. I had no you game. Haven't my poke on Facebook yet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, hold on. Can we pause this? I'm just dying for a fucking wee. Pause it. Right. What's your next one? So my next muggle corner is. And uh, we'll just do. Well, well, let's just do this one and then go into the dad jokes. So we're just we do gonna f- do. Yeah, because we're running a bit late, so right. this might have to be a short one. Um, this is like two with one sweep of the brush, right? Muggles misspell your and your, like you are and your, but muggles also correct them. And these two, two, these two types of muggles need each other to survive. Yeah. You couldn't have one without the other. It's, it's like the far right and the far left. But when I see these people collide on Facebook, I, I just watch them both just going, what, could do this in private? <laughs> <laughs> it is that thing of like, the second someone spells it, the second someone spells you're or you're or there or there wrong or where and where and where, you just go, right, could you please just fucking learn? Like it's really, you, you've clearly done this so often, you must get corrected all the time. Just fucking work out. But also you correcting them, you're not better than they are. It's, just, just, it's the fact you're doing it publicly too. The, right, you could just DM someone, right, and go, look, I know we're arguing on Facebook, but you, you've spelt your wrong. It's uh, it's you with an apostrophe R-E. Yeah. So and it's damaging it, your argument, and I'd rather much... So if you go on and edit it, then we can carry on like normal, but as far as it stands, everyone's going to think you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> that would be way more damning. That would be way more damning to send them an inbox, right, where you're like, look, I'm not doing this for the affection of other people yeah. and to get people on sides. I'm doing this because you're a fucking idiot. It, <laughs> so. People think it is. People think it's the fucking win. Like it's like it's. Oh, I won the argument. It's like you've just fucking corrected. It's pedantry. It's like, win, it's like winning on a technicality. It's winning on yeah. Like devaluing their argument because of the thing. They devalued their own argument by spelling it wrong. Yeah, just you're devaluing your own by correcting them. Is it both devalued each other's argument? There's no value to this argument. Yeah. We we like that whole thing. Like we're where where they're there. You're you're when people spell it wrong. It really does annoy me, but I will rarely, rarely fucking correct people on it. Very, very rarely. Like, cause I'm just like, I know what you meant. And I, like, I've got to, like, so sometimes I'll just quickly type it out and realise I've done it wrong, and then I'll correct 
like I'll correct myself, you know, for the sake of WhatsApp. Yeah. I'll do it with like the asterisks. Yeah. The yo. Just so like people know I'm not an idiot, it was just a mistake. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm th- conscious of it. I am. So you're doing, you're doing blanket muggles for both. Yeah, I think you're a muggle if, you, if you're correct and you're a muggle if you do it. It doesn't take much. And I don't blame dyslexia. We've done it like when yeah. people are quick to say they've got insomnia or dyslexia or whatever. Sometimes it might just be you being a bit thick, right? It's You are. You're just apostrophes at the A. Yeah. You're just if you're joining the, two words together, you're the two as words an together, apostrophe. You are, right? But if you're saying your as in belongs to, yeah. it's not you are, so it doesn't have the It's the same as, it's the same you. as you're just adding, you're making our about you. And then if you think of the word there, right, as there, where, here, right? It's the E-R-E. Yeah. Where, where are you? I'm there. I'm here. It's all E-R-E. Yeah, yeah. If, right? If you're hearing, right, it's not it. If you're hearing with your ears, think of ear. E A R here with an ear, right? So just do a little, little, little mind exercise with yourself next time you look at it. And I understand. I understand when you're on a Facebook argument, you want to get that fucking reply out so quickly. In- but here's two reasons why you should take your time: one, spelling, and two, you might not want to type that comment because yeah. sometimes you know that fucking feeling of glory after you fucking wreck someone online and you type out and you press send, and then two minutes later you read it over and I'm like, oh, I just came across as a cunt there, didn't I? Yes. Oops. Yeah, I, I try not to engage too much in uh, online feuds unless I think it's going to be entertaining for onlookers. Mm-hmm. I've done a couple on my own status where I just fuel the troll, feed the troll, just because it, it, it's a fun watching. I'm fucking bored in an airport. But um, I am guilty of both misspelling your and your, and I am guilty of correcting people. But I think it's about time we stop doing it. Aye. We stop doing both. Like, I've identified. That, that bit was funny five years ago. Yeah. Like that whole thing. I used to do it a lot. Now it's, uh, I mean, grow up. Right, let's start correcting people with direct message. Yeah, let's do it. Right. I think you find, find it's, you're a faggot sloss. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, mum, I thought you'd know this. You used to write books. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why it's that, but I'm correcting. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, this is going to have to be a short podcast because we have to go out uh, for lunch with friends. Sorry about the, the late one, but you're used to this fucking podcast. Yeah, it's now. been an Easter weekend. You've been busy too, you know. Mm. We'll get. We'll be back on track. Shit, what we're gonna do? Uh, we split soon. Yeah, we're gonna do a farewell one. You go off to Sydney. You'll have some guests. I'll yeah, go I think to- also. I think until we go back on the road, I think we might have to reduce it to just one a week. Right. Anyway, just because you uh, do one week, I'll do the next week. Yeah, yeah. Just because at that point, it's been a lot of fun, but we've been very sort of festival based. It's been very easy for us. But after this, there's a lot of time when it's just as a part. So I think we should just mm. leave it till Mondays after this one each, and then once we're back, once we're back in August in the fringe, that's when we can go back to two a week, and then obviously on the road where this podcast started is when we will obviously get back to yeah, two a week. Uh, and also. We'll try and come up with some new games because I'll be honest with you, your dad jokes. I've been really struggling to come up with some. Muggles is a untappable chest, like an unfinishable chest. Yeah, the the dad jokes. So it's, it's sometimes when your back's against the wall and you're like, oh fuck, I have to dig deep. That's sometimes when you pull out the best one. Yeah, uh, your dad lip syncs to Hitler speeches in the shower. <laughs> your dad put a prostitute in a wheelchair with his cock. <laughs> <laughs> But, but not like didn't cripple her just held it in the back like a knife <laughs> get in the wheelchair <laughs> get in the wheelchair I'll touch you with it uh, your dad saw a door that said pool and now they're going on the third date <laughs> your dad empties the hoover bag into a bathtub full of water and pans it for Lego <laughs> your dad thumbs his tongue in during foreplay <laughs> 
your dad's left nipple is twice the size of his right nipple, but only half the size of his middle nipple. <laughs> Fine, well, you know what? Your dad's got opposable nipples. <laughs> <laughs> your dad can count the amount of women he slept with on his fingers and toes, but he can count their average age with his socks on. <laughs> your dad has two left eyes. <laughs> Your dad throws breaded ducks with a catapult. <laughs> Your dad turns the fridge off at the wall before bed. <laughs> Your dad believes it. Your dad believes in living in the moment, so he's attached a mirror to his selfie stick. <laughs> Your dad believes in a thing called love. <laughs> Uh, how do you write that one down? Because look at the font. <laughs> freestyle. <laughs> no, yeah, freestyle that one. No. You got any more? Yeah. Uh, oh fuck, so I have. Your dad lost the back of his TV remote, so he keeps the batteries in with masking tape. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad lost his car in a game of ga- uh, <laughs> fucked it. Your dad lost his car in a game of Beyblades. <laughs> uh, you Your dad shouts at the referee when he's watching football on the telly. <laughs> Your dad wears a Mexican hat to Nando's. <laughs> I think I hadn't finished this one, but I just wrote it at the bottom there. I'm looking at my notes. I've got your dad quit smoking. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> your dad uses Tic Tacs as his suppository. <laughs> your dad plays gay chicken with your brother. <laughs> your dad plays gay chicken with chickens. <laughs> she just goes to the your farm dad, and just calls them He plays gay brother with a chicken. <laughs> I just pretends to be a gay brother. Hiya. <laughs> cock-a-doodle. Uh, oh, I should have done cock-a-doodle. Yoo-hoo. Something about cock anyway. Oh, something. Uh, anyway, thanks you for listening to the podcast. Sorry it was a short one this week. Uh, thank you, podcast listeners that have um, come to our gigs. Mm, so they, many. They, they've, they've hung around a bit too. Fucking shout out to Matthew who come to the... Um, he, he come to the roast at Dillrock, yeah. And then we we come to the festival club with us and come in, had a fucking great time drinking rounds with Matthew, good good kid. Come to me show the next day, and if you're listening, I apologise that I couldn't hang around for a drink after I had a dash to another gig. But fucking, you're a legend, mate. And also to Webby who give us a spliff, the World Wide Web, oh World yeah, Wide Web, yeah, right, yeah, give us a spliff to have, and then want to take away, and then he come and join me at my gig last night. Fucking good, good cunt yeah. good cunt also thanks to all the podcast listeners who've come to my gigs and not brought me any weed you fucking assholes <laughs> you did bring your weed that was yeah but not to my gig to yours oh well yeah. he still had some of his got, somebody's got a fucking favourite and it's Muggins clearly Team Muggins uh, shout out to all the Team Muggins out there apart from that my show's on uh, I've only got uh, one show that's not sold out and that's in the Town Hall on Saturday at Melbourne 7.30 please come along to that one I watched Auntie Donner in there and they shouted you out yeah yeah yeah, fucking just in their gig to the big town hall, packed out. Shout out to Daniel Sloss at the end, so I've already showed all costs. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big tip for the festival. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to be on. I've got five more gigs, probably four after we've put this out at uh, seven o'clock at the sub club. And then I will get my website up to date with gigs in Sheffield and Leeds in the Middle East. If you're listening in Dubai or Doha, I'm coming your way in May. Sweet. And Punch Drunk Comedy, come back. Right, and we'll talk to you next week. Ugh. Ugh.